This is Josh Mills. And this is John Mills. Welcome back to another episode of Acquired Tastings. We are very happy to have you along with us for another beer week. Here we go again. Dad's favorite weeks are the Absolutely. beer week. Unless we're doing scotches and then it's, then it's scotch week. Oh, when's scotch week coming I don't know. We'll have to do it again <laughs> soon. It's been a while. Uh, we've only done three or four smoking the glass. About time, isn't it? <laughs> Something like that. All right. But we're happy to have you guys along with us. What are we doing this week for our beer week, Dad? Um, I've got Sazerac whiskey. Wait a minute. No. Wait a minute, wait no. a minute, wait a minute. Beer week. Well, we were going to do Rise. And I went to our favorite liquor store. And I walked in there. And the only Rye beer they could find was the Hive. The one you did. The last beer <laughs> week. last beer week. Yeah. And then they had Lagunitas. Stout aged in a rye barrel. Mm, it's like, okay, that probably would have worked, but I was walking around and I saw this left hand peanut butter milk stout, and that's what I'm doing, Josh. Uh, okay, <laughs> so we kind of flipped it up and we just kind of picked beers, and it kind of came down to we have some sort of, I guess you could say, flavor, yeah, flavored, yeah, kind of stuff going on. So you have. The left hand peanut butter milk stout, and I have the Vape Tricks from Prairie uh, Ales, and it is a sour ale that's aged in aged on cherries. So we have a nice sour ale. Wait a minute, you drink sours every once in a while. Okay, next Christmas, watch out. No, not yeah. all the time. I don't Ooh, drink. Yeah. Them. Well, next Christmas, that's a long ways away. <laughs> that is a long ways away, but I'd rather have you know whiskey show up at Christmas <laughs> or champagne okay. rather. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. Sours, but that doesn't mean there's anything bad wrong with a sour ale. No. Nope. But so that's what I'm doing this week. What about your pairings, Dad? Okay, my pairings. I have, for my pairings, I have roasted potatoes and they're salty. So I'm hoping the saltiness, well, we can get into all that later. But I've got roasted potatoes and then I have Count Porcula Barbecue. They have a new location here in Little Rock. What types of barbecue do you have? Oh, I have ribs and I have pulled pork. Okay. And I have also on the plate is dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Trader Joe's shout out. Yes, sir. <laughs> Couldn't help. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be an interesting one. Now, for me, I have some mozzarella that is covered in balsamic. And I have, from a new burger food truck in town, and if you're in Little Rock, Arkansas, you need to go to this burger place. It's called Smash and Stacked. I have their Oh My Jesus burger. Jesus? <laughs> Jesus. Okay. And we'll talk about what all is in that. And then I have, coming from Portugal, I have some dark chocolate that has raspberry filling in it. Okay. I started to bring some Finnish licorice. Oh, well, I'm glad you did. Uh-huh. That's what <laughs> um, I figured. But as <laughs> we've gone with my color theme. <laughs> yes, it would. It definitely would have. But uh, before we get going, we need to talk about last week's blind. And George was George was on the show. And <laughs> I just got <laughs> the envelope. <laughs> and so George blinded me on a wine. And it was red wine. And I'm fairly certain I called it like a village level burgundy so pinot noir from france uh i listened to the show i can't, I can't remember. remember i'm pretty sure that's what it was <laughs> but anyway it is a Coto burgundy and yes okay so i'm gonna give you full credit yeah so that's that's you know the surrounding areas of burgundy so it's pinot noir red one and it had i think it had a little bit of age on it too i think it was I, a little I, bit older see i don't know and i didn't know the abv either uh, it doesn't matter. It was definitely over the ABV of the show. <laughs> um, I think so, but not by much. I think it, it was thir- probably around 13. Probably 13 and a half, maybe, and the highest one on the show was 12 and a half. Well, it didn't, yeah, and it didn't taste that high in alcohol. But anyway, like like we talked about in the show, that's one of the kind of one of the places you can go to find lower alcohol. alcohol Only a professional stuff. will talk about what alcohol tastes like. You don't be taste able to, alcohol, you see? feel it. Well. <laughs> didn't feel. Right. You can feel alcohol. Anyway, okay. But moving onward to our wonderful beer week. Yeah. And we're going to start with a my beer. We're going to start with, once again, it is the Prairie Artisan Ales Vape Trick. It is a sour ale that's rested, which 
Cheers. Cheers. On cherries. And they just say cherries on the can. You know. I'm smelling cherries. Yeah. What little I can smell. Well, and I'm surprised. Only because you said cherries, I smell them. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's not true. <laughs> and then my pairings, we have some mozzarella with balsamic vinegar, a great dark chocolate with raspberry filling, and then the Oh My Cheeses from Smash and Stack uh, Burger Truck here in Little Rock, Arkansas. Where are they hanging out? So they're hanging out over in a new shopping center that's just off of Main Street twenty and 21st. Okay. It's where Blue Water Barber is. Moody Brews is going in mm-hmm. right there. Um, I can't remember the name. There's a they have a little something square. I think it's anyway. I'm not. I wouldn't say it right. But there, that's where they're posted up, and that's I think where they're going to kind of be semi permanently posted up. So that's past the root. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The roots at like sixteenth. Sixteenth. Yeah. Fifteenth. Sixteenth. Right. Something like that. Uh, right over there where the root is, uh, where our bagel shop's going in. Oh. Yeah, the bagel shop is Ooh, okay. moving from the pop-up to a permanent. You know, I've given up bagels. Why? Well, so when I worked at uh, Black and Beach, it's like every Friday, here come the bagels. And I love bagels. Even when you were a Cub Scout, we made a bagel cutter. We did. We made a box where you put the bagel in. And yeah, so that it. little guillotine thing that everybody's seen, like right. we in the 90s. Yeah. In the early 90s, we right. made one, one where you could have your serrated um knife going yeah and then uh i read this report about how bad they are because it's so much bread and i just don't think i really need that much Eh, anyway they're delicious but i'm gonna eat this bread that's for (laughs) sure but all right so yeah so this is a sour a sour beer it is actually prairie's first year-round sour that they ever made which is really cool it comes in a really you know, bright pink can, and it's just got, like you said, it's got that great smell of cherry, and it's like a red, almost like a red color, almost look like cherry juice. Yeah. So Cherry Kool-Aid. We really can't read through it, because I put my, my note card up to it, and it's got that red color, just like you said. We, we're using our uh, normal beer glasses that are New Belgium. And New Belgium print is in red, and it's like almost that same dark red. Yeah. Well, it's got this clear sort of meniscus on the edge, and neither one of our beers have much foam. No, they don't. Which I thought mine would have a lot, and then I poured it, poured yours, you know, down the side of the glass, and then I thought, well, I'm going to pour mine down the side and then in the middle. Well, I still didn't get much. Yeah. But so that's not a bad thing, right? No. Not usually. Not usually. And I'm liking this beer already. Yeah, so the t- the interesting thing about these two types of beers is a lot of times unless especially with stouts, unless they're like nitroed, sometimes you won't get really good head, especially ones that are flavored like that cuz they're so the viscosity of them is so thick. It's hard for the CO2 to make those bubbles. And then with sours, sometimes they're just a little bit lighter. So they don't want all that extra carbonation to excite your palate and make it taste even more sour than it already does. Well, and I think that bacteria kills kills that, those gases. Well, I maybe I don't know the whole I made that chemistry up, of it. Biochemistry of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it was secondary fermentation, that would be different, right? But this is po- this is post carbonation okay. like this is just okay. an injection of gas so what tell me again what's on the plate what's the chocolate so this chocolate is a portuguese chocolate so it's made in portugal mm-hmm. but it's ecuadorian dark chocolate and it's got a raspberry filling in it okay well i jumped to the chase on that that raspberry filling and that dark chocolate i'm gonna have to cross over and try it with my beer <laughs> but uh that that dark chocolate and that raspberry filling and this cherry sour are a match made in heaven. And I think that's because the sourness of the beer and then that sugar, that sweetness of that chocolate, they just kind of counteract each other to the point they're just lovely in your mouth. And then the cherry and the raspberry 
you know, they're not far off. I mean, they're not either one of them sour, but those two just go together so well, too. It's almost a like-like, even though they're not at the same thing. So that's the only thing I've tried so far on your plate, but that was so good. So good. Yeah, and I just tried the the mozzarella with the balsamic. Now, balsamic being a sweeter, sour flavor and mozzarella being a lot of fat, you know, I thought it was going to go well, but it doesn't really do a whole, whole lot. I mean, it brings down the sourness of the beer a little bit, but doesn't really mellow it like I thought it would, even with just the mozzarella. Now, I'm surprised we haven't done an episode with Prairie before. Maybe you've done the tiny, maybe you've done the bomb, the Prairie bomb or something, but we've never really talked about Prairie itself. You know, they've been, according to their history, they've been making. I don't think they've been on the show yet. Yeah, I don't I think, think so this either. Is the first time. Maybe, maybe our next episode, we'll just have to do a Prairie episode. Because they have lots of different styles of beer, but they've kind of landed a lot on sours. But a funny thing is, they, they say on their website, we've been brewing beer since before Oklahoma in Oklahoma since before it was a state. So the family lineage. So that's House on the Prairie kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I think that's, you know, the family lineage is Italian immigrants who mm-hmm. were coal miners. Oh. And, or they, and they had a restaurant that serviced this coal mining and they've been making beer in the bathtub mm-hmm. for, for a long time. And, you know, they, they're very, very proud very, very proud to be from Oklahoma. And, you know, one of the first beers that they had kind of put out was the Choke. I think it's how you say it. C-O, a C-H-O-C, the Choke beer. And it's just a standard legal, you know, and it was just an American wheat beer, you know. And they've been making that, that, that was the beer that they made back way, way back. So on September 17th, 1907, the people of the Indian and the Oklahoma territories voted to become a state. Yes. So they will not, were not a state until November 16th of 1907. So really, that's a pretty long time for making beer. Yeah. Well, and you know, if you think back, you know, they even had, the territory oh yeah you know the rush the territory rush of the sooners you know all the way back to that but this the chalk beer so it's chalk because it's short for choctaw oh really yeah that's kind of the the beer that they were making back then and then it wasn't for much later in 1995 when they actually became a brewery they actually started out as krebs brewing company and so they've gone through it you know a whole sorts of iterations and you know prairie and it's a it's a big long history and they've been doing beer for a little bit long like a lot longer than i thought and i know the bomb is super popular you know it, it's kind of like we were talking about in the last beer episode that beer is expensive well some of it is now what was this one this was 13 oh, 13.99 a four that's, pack that's regular four pack right but they do have beers that are a lot a lot more expensive. Exactly. So, but they've been focusing on, they've kind of shifted from like these, from kind of your standard beers. And they were some of the first people to really push the envelope, especially in sours. Mm-hmm. You know, they have probably, I don't know, 15 at least different types of sours that they do throughout the year. They have a whole slew of stouts and aged and flavored and, rested stouts that they do so it's a it's a myriad of stuff that they do and it's it's really really good stuff (laughs) to be honest this is good beer yeah i don't know i don't know if it warrants 45 dollars a four pack not this one not this one but this is not one of the ones that's up there but it is it is very good high quality beer and you can find some reasonable or more reasonable priced of their beers out I there. I love 99, but I'm choking when it's $25 a four pack. Yeah. Speaking of expense, bitters have gotten expensive. Have you seen yeah. that? Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. like 30, 20 to 30 bucks a, pot, a little itty yeah. bitty thing. Yeah. I bought some orange bitters the other day. I looked at the receipt later. I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway. 
So the land rush was in 1889. Right, and that's when it became a territory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when people were able to go get a 160-acre plot. That's a lot of land. It is. And that's why they were rushing out there. <laughs> well, that's something. why there were a group of people that went sooner than Earth. others. Uh-huh. And that's how they became the Sooner State. Ready, said, uh, go. <laughs> so, the Sandwich come to Jesus. No, that wasn't it. Come to Jesus. No. Uh, come to oh, Sieges. Oh, my Jesus. Jesus. Okay. There's not as much cheese on that sandwich as I expected. Well, did you notice the buns? They're yeah. grilled they're grilled cheese sandwiches, Dad. <laughs> I know, I know, but I expected and then there's this whole I just took one apart and I wish we had a little Instagram thing right now, but there's no cheese in the middle. There I expected is. cheese just all through it. But there there is. is a lot of cheese. I'm not complaining. And there's there's nacho cheese Doritos in it too. <laughs> but it how do you think it goes with the beer? Haven't had it yet. Hmm. I think it goes very well. So here I'm going. I had two things. One was match made in heaven. And one was Jesus was involved with it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That does exactly what I wanted it to do. It is so, so good. So when you're wanting to balance flavors, fat balances acid. Mm-hmm. And so this has a lot of that greasy cheesiness from the from the burger and then the actual like meat of itself it's quite fatty it's very delicious and then the but when you take a drink of the beer that beer just calms down mm-hmm. just enough acid is left to run through your mouth to make it water again to, that you want more and it's just the lightest of cherry it's the lightest of cherry flavor that just continues to run through it and it works exactly how i was hoping it was going to that's good. really good it's really good and like you said that that uh, beer just goes over the top of it and makes makes that fatty you, you said it right fattiness and then all, all of a sudden my mouth's watering and it's like okay <laughs> do i need to take another bite of the sandwich yeah i think so yeah <laughs> it just like and it just tastes have another sip yeah, I mean, and it's not really watering because it's high acid. It's watering because it's just so good that you just want more of it. Like, your body's just reacting to how freaking good. Now, how long has this food truck been on? Um, From when we're recording this? Mm-hmm. Three days. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I've been seeing them on, out there on Instagram, and burgers look so good. They're right next to the barbershop. That I mm-hmm. go to. Mm-hmm. It's so good. The bar- the barber that I use even, you know, said the guy's been you know, bringing him burgers just to try as he's been you know, like making his recipes. And I was, I'm super excited because my regular burger truck hasn't <laughs> been around. Oh, really? Okay. Well, Excalibur Burger hasn't been around for a while with what Kyle, you know, what they, Kyle's doing. Haven't they set up down near the Capitol? I, I, in a in a parking lot down there. That was a long time ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he stopped that about six eight months ago. Mm. So he he does he does a lot with World Central Kitchen. Yeah, and you know disaster, the food relief for disaster areas. And I know he's been doing a lot of that stuff right now, which is why the truck isn't up and running. But. These burgers I would put up in that league of absolutely amazing burgers worth mm-hmm. worth driving down to. When you order a burger, you get fries and a drink for free. Mm-hmm. Like it's in, included in the price. It's totally, totally worth it. But I saw you uh, snag some of that mozzarella. Well, that mozzarella. Okay. Did you use my basalt? I did. Okay. I used a little bit of it. Well, it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to shine as well as it as it did two weeks ago when we had the mozzarella on the toast. Yeah, with the olive oil and the balsamic. Yeah, and I don't know why. If you use the same balsamic, it's probably because it's not on a piece of toast, and so the liquid from the mozzarella, the fresh mozzarella, is mixing in, and I guess you could say dulling. Well, some it, of that balsamic rather it, than being soaked into the the toast. 
I think it could be that, and then it doesn't match as well with this beer. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't match as much as I wanted it to. Like I wanted more of what happened with the burger to happen with the the mozzarella, and just have that little kick sweetness from the really good balsamic. But it didn't. It didn't do it. <laughs> I gotta go back to this chocolate. Now, have you ever been to Prairie Brewing out in Oklahoma? No, I haven't. So where? What town's it in? Tulsa. Yeah, no, I haven't been there. I'm sorry. Oklahoma City. No, I haven't been there. <laughs> <laughs> or Yardos. Yeah. So I believe, you know, speaking of that little area that where Smashburger is, you know, Moody Brews is coming back to Arkan, is coming back to Little Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's going to open his, his brewery there in that little neighborhood. And I believe before he came back here, he was either. He was doing some sort of brewing with Prairie, I believe. I think you're right. I think he left Vino's. Yeah. Or he left, where was it, U.S. Pizza. U.S. Pizza. He might have been at Vino's, too. Well, he, was, then he went on his own. Yeah. And then he teamed up, I think, with Prairie. To do something out in Tulsa, in the, in the OKC area. Mm-hmm. And then... I haven't really heard from him until no, about I, I don't follow him on Facebook eight months ago until he, they said, hey, I'm coming back. <laughs> mm. And supposedly it's going to be opening up in March. Okay. Which okay. would be cool. Well, this is really good beer. I'm surprised. It's not as sour as some sours can be. Mm-hmm. And I think that has to do with, you know, the market they're trying to hit is a beer market, and then they want to put a cherry sour in with that same group of people. And if they try it, they won't go, oh, I can't, I, I can't move my mouth. You know. Yeah, I think this is a gateway sour. That, gee, I was trying to think of the word, and <laughs> you just whammed it out there. Yeah, an, entry, an entry sour or a gateway sour. This is one that you could get people into sours with because it is like you said it's on the lighter style it's not it is sour but it's almost like eating a sour cherry yeah your mouth doesn't pucker up now what happens is like you said your mouth dries out and it's like oh i'm thirsty again Mm -hmm. and so yeah you not that you're gonna make you this your total day drinker oh no not thirteen bucks a four pack. Well, but you could you could do two and be okay. Yeah, and I mean the alcohol is low. I believe it's in the fives. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think it's like five four or something. Oh, okay. okay. So it's lighter. It's lighter in alcohol. It's lighter in style. So it's not gonna overwhelm you too mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. in anything. Mm-hmm. But the chocolate is really good with that. Now you just tried it. Hmm. You just tried the chocolate. Yeah, I've had the so I had the chocolate like where it's you know the raspberry is fully encapsulated in it, and then just like a piece of piece of the raspberry filling and a little bit of chocolate. I really liked. I really liked it where there wasn't as much dark chocolate. I think the bitterness of the dark chocolate sometimes played for me played off a little bit mm. on the sour too much, but the raspberry and the raspberry flavor and the cherry flavor work really really well together. Oh, okay. But also, it could also be I'm not a huge dark chocolate guy, so it's not my particular chocolate well, that I like. Well, cacao's not that high on this. Oh, well, it's higher than I normally eat. It's probably in the 70s. You think least. it is? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think it's definitely at least in the 70s. I don't believe it says. I mean, I don't know. Because I really know. Dark, dark, dark chocolate. Yeah, it doesn't really... It's definitely going to be more than these buttercups. Anyway, but it's 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 really good. So um, now, what's the can look like? You, I mean, you took a picture of it on Instagram. I mean, the can you, it's a pink, it's a pink can, right? With like smoke shapes on it. Oh, okay, coming out of mouths. Hmm. So very distinct. Yeah, like most of like most of prairies can art it's quite distinctive Mm -hmm. 
Well, do you have anything else about the beer you want to talk about, or are we ready to? No, I like it. To uh, flip off the lights and head to the dark beer. Flip the lights off, and you might get lost here. <laughs> All right, well, let's head over to your beer. Why don't you remind us what it is and what your pairings are? So today I have the left hand peanut butter milk stout, and for my size, I have roasted potatoes, Count Porcula barbecue i've got ribs and i have pork and then i also have these dark chocolate peanut butter cups trader joe shout out yeah oh i wasn't gonna shout out for them but okay shout out that's where you got that's where you got them well that's where joanne got them that's where they were (laughs) acquired yes (laughs) it's tasting and so my beer is completely different in color Yes, your beer. Hello, it's black. It is a black as night. And this, you know, these milk stouts, you know, it's already got the chocolate note to it. And then they, you know, they make a, just a plain old chocolate milk stout. But I found out, which I am surprised, that this is on their list for all the time, every every you know, you can find this there any time of the year. It's not mm-hmm. a seasonal; it's it's on their list. And so, just like rhythm and blues, just like Batman and Robin, peanut butter and chocolate. You know, they made this, and the the art on this can is really cool too. It's you know, it's got those. It looks like Reese's peanut butter cups on the can, as well, and. It's got that, it's got that goodness of, you know, I tasted it already. I expected to get whammed with chocolate, but it's not overwhelming. It's not, it's not as high as I thought it'd be. Well, and they don't call it a chocolate peanut butter. So it's kind of, the can is kind of misleading because they don't call it a chocolate peanut butter milk stout. They just call it it peanut peanut butter butter milk stout. But it's already got the chocolate. It's got the chocolate there. When I smell this. Yeah, what do you smell? I smell peanut butter and banana. I get the banana too, and it's throwing now that's probably it's the yeast throwing me off. Yeah, because I mean it's like a peanut butter banana sandwich, is what it smells like. Mm. Like that's what it reminds me of is the smell, like an Elvis. Oh, don't say Elvis. Lisa Marie died yesterday. Mm-hmm. His daughter. But when you taste it, you get more of the you get more of that like creamy, nutty texture, and there's a kind of a bittery style finish with a little bit of like confectioner sugar kind of flavor, or like sweet cereal. We could put this on our cereal if you wanted to. No, I'm not. Saying. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, it's kind of okay. So, have you ever had Lucky Charms? Oh, sure. You ever drank too sweet? <laughs> you ever drank the milk after you've had oh, Lucky Charms? Oh, so sweet, I couldn't drink it. Okay, so that's what it, that's what the finish reminds me of. Of course, as a kid, we always drank it, right? Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of that sweet milk that has a little bit of that like grainy, grainy is not the right word, but like cereal flavor. It's like cereal milk. Like Lucky Charms cereal milk is what the finish reminds me of with some peanut butter on top of it. Now, I got to go to Left Hand Brewery because they show that this can be purchased also in nitro. Sometimes you can find it in their nitro mix pack. Oh, so really? They'll, they'll I, do a ni- okay. Yeah, so they'll do a nitro mix pack where you'll have like Left Hand Nitro Milk Stout. You'll have this on nitro. And then there's usually like two other flavors. I've seen one like a white Russian mm-hmm. or um, they're, they have a nitro IPA yeah, or their Flamingo Dreams, which we've had on the, we've had on the show. Okay. Actually, yeah. no, this is the third, I think this is our third or fourth left hand on the show. Left hand's good beer, man. They do really good beer. So in 2008, Marie and I went to an event in Seattle. She invited her dad out to ride in the limousine and go to an event called Hops and Props. Mm, yeah. 
I don't know what the event cost back then. Um, I bought my own ticket. She didn't buy my ticket. Marie and I went over and we got that milk stout. And there were probably, I don't know how many beers there were. I mean, there were maybe a hundred. You're tasting this beer and you're in the Aerospace Museum. In Seattle. In Boeing. Seattle. Yeah, the Boeing. Boeing Aerospace Museum. Yep. And you're just going around. You're looking at the hops and the props. You're looking at the props and you're getting the hops. And you're going around. And it's like, Marie, we got to go back to the left hand and get that stout again. Nope. Not a gong. <laughs> the first time I had it was the year we went to Colorado as a family for Christmas. And remember, we'd stopped at the King Supers in Denver to get tickets. Right. And there was a liquor store next to it. And we bought a whole bunch of beer and a whole bunch of booze because we all flew in. So we couldn't bring any. And one of the ones we got was the Left Hand Milk Stout. Because I never had Left Hand's Milk Stout, but I had had Duck Rabbit's Milk Stout. Oh, which is at home. Which is so good. Please, Duck Rabbit, you need to distribute into Arkansas. Or Memphis, please at least get to Memphis so it's please not that far away. Pleasures, please Central, please <laughs> Natural States, bring it in. Yeah, if they if they want to go, that I far. promise we'll drink it. <laughs> but they so I've had that one, but then I had Left Hands, and I had it both in their their regular bottle and then the Nitro, and it was it was stellar. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely stellar. Well, this beer ABV is six point two. Was yours about? Mine was five in the mid fives. Okay. And the IBUs is 25, so it's not that hoppy. It better not be. It's 25. That's pretty low. And then, you know, I need, like I said, I need to go there because uh, they make all kinds of other beers. And one of the things they say, you know, left hand, from our hands to yours. That's their one of their logos. Another thing they say is, damn good beer because of damn good people. So I think the company realizes there's got to be really good people. Yeah, they have a lot of projects in or systems in place to support their people like um, New Belgium does. Yeah. And so, and just like a lot of places, you know, a couple guys got together and they were making beer at home and... A hobby quickly turns turns into their obsession, and they end up making beer. And this is in Longmont, Colorado, which, if you know Denver, it's Longmont is to the north of Denver, west. So you're going you're going to the west, and then you turn on like I twenty five, and you go north a little bit, like you're heading up toward Boulder. Yeah, or um, right, exactly, Boulder. Yeah, uh, there's you another town up first. So they've been doing it, um, you know, they got started in 26 years later. So, you know, I really like them. And it's 46 degrees out there right now. That's warmer than it is here. Yeah. <laughs> Back to hops and props. This this year, it's uh, in February, and it's already sold out. <laughs> I'm not surprised can, coming from Washington. Yeah, well, yeah, Seattle. So, have you tried any of the food yet? So, I have. I've had the rib. Mm -hmm. You know, so the rib itself is good. It's these are the short end of the baby backs, so they're they're good. They've got a good flavor to them. I'm not a huge fan of the sauce. The sauce tastes good, but I'm not a big sauce guy anyway. It goes okay with the beer. What it does is it it takes away kind of the middle of the beer. So you have like this, I guess you could say the the thing that I keep calling like sweet banana, like over you know overripe banana, that sweet bananiness. You keep that sweetness, and then you keep the undertone of the the stout. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. I'm not sure how I feel about it as a pairing. So did you did you add the sauce or not add the sauce? I did it both ways and it did the same thing. We love our gate sauce. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring out yeah, Porkula's sweet sauce. Okay. 
And the reason I wanted to do that is I didn't want to get into a conflict of the spicy gates with this beer. And maybe I made a mistake. Well, and I think that would be, I think that's what is missing. I think if it was like a sweet heat barbecue sauce, which I know they do and Gates does as well, I think that may be a little bit of a better pairing sauce-wise. But the barbecue itself does well with the beer. You still taste the barbecue, or at least the rib. You still taste the rib. You still taste the smoke. Flavoring they put on it. It's just a little, it makes the beer do, the beer do weird things, in my opinion. It just, well, you lose the middle, the middle palate of the beer. Okay, fine. Middle. I did. You have the high sweetness of the banana, and you have the undertone of the stout, and then the whatever you're tasting in the middle, which is like that peanut butteriness, is gone. I smelled the banana, but didn't taste it. So I taste it as like overripe. It's very sweet banana. It's the, the sweetness that you're probably tasting on the beer. Is, that's what I'm equating to the banana on the taste. It just reminds me of overripe banana. So what I don't know is which, I'm sure that's coming from one of the yeast. So uh, they don't list the yeast here. It could but come, that's where that banana comes from, I think. Well, it could c- come from a, a multitude of things. Well, yeah. It could come from the yeast. It could also just come from how the beer is playing with that peanut butter flavor. Right. And where I'm trying to put this sweetness in my head. Now, now as far as the chocolate, I think where the chocolate's coming from is the chocolate malt. I don't taste any chocolate at all. I do only because I'm a professional and I'm used to the tasting different malts. Only because maybe because I was a homebrew. But I could, I'm looking at, I'm looking at all the malt. And it's like Crystal Mall, Munich Mall, Road Oats Mall, because, and of course, chocolate. But the chocolate's the one I taste. And the chocolate and the roasted barley is what's giving us this black color. Oh, yeah. They, I don't know what the CTZ hop is and U.S. Goldings. I know what U.S. Goldings is, but neither one of those are to my mind, are giving us the banana. So it may be just a combination, like you said. Well, and it just, it might be banana. Like, you're not getting it on the palate, but you get it on the nose. Yes. I'm getting it both places. Not super taste. Somebody else sits down and, and has this, and that sweetness presents to them completely differently. Mm-hmm. So what I'm equating to the banana here is a sweetness. Okay. It's a sweet flavor. And I don't think, I don't know if it's something that is actually true banana, like in Hefeweizens, where you have a particular yeast that the byproduct of the yeast is a particular enzyme that makes the banana smell. Hmm. I think it's more of how this sweetness, the sweetness on this beer is presenting to me, my pal. Okay. Okay. But the smoke of the pulled pork works pretty well with this beer. I think without the salt, both ways. I'm talking just the smoke. Okay, the smoke flavor of the of the pulled pork goes well with the beer because it matches some of that bottom roastiness that you were talking about with the malts, Mm -hmm. and that almost acidic flavor that you get sometimes with smoke is matching that roasty acidic flavor that you find in the beer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. I kind of like the pulled pork better than the rib with this beer. Yeah, I have to agree. I just tried the pulled pork. I have to agree. What are you tasting with it? The smoke. The smoke in this this peanut butter milk stout really goes well. Now, potatoes went well, I thought. The saltiness of the potatoes and then that. Well, salt and peanut butter. Salt, salt and peanuts. I think that's what it was because the way they make this peanut butter stout is they use peanuts. And so I think that salt and the peanut butter stout really go well together. Yeah. Just like salted peanuts would. You know, this would be a great beer to sit down and watch a, 
a football game, basketball game, baseball game. And eat some peanuts. Yeah. I think it would. Now, this would be a great place to work. They have everything you'd want. Paid time off, 401k, medical, dental. Oh, my gosh. And Longmont, you know, Longmont, Colorado is a very desirable place to live. The winters aren't that bad. Summers aren't as hot as here. Who knows with global warming what's going on. Maybe I need to send a resume in, but it says it says you they only accept resumes except only for advertised positions. Oh. Um so Count Porkerlo, I really like those guys. They uh were down at the rail yard. Well, they were in a food truck first. Well, they were in a food truck first. And then they were down at the rail yard with their big big smoker set up permanent at the rail yard, but they moved because they have this new location. For those that live in Little Rock, if you're going up Mississippi and you cross Cantrell, the name of the street changes. Yeah. It changed to uh, Killington. Is that right? Nightly, I thought. Okay, you're, you're testing me here. Uh, Keith and Lee. Oh. He, yeah, Keith and Lee Drive. And uh, they just moved into this place. This place, uh, it was a it was a breakfast place, and it burned. And they're now located there, and they've just been opened in that location. Maybe, would you say a month? Uh, maybe maybe maximum like two. Yeah, but they've had a place out in Maumelle. That's right. For a long time. You know, they joined the uh, JTJ restaurant group, mm-hmm. and, which is Petit and Keed and Cypress right. Social and Waldo's Chicken. So they joined those guys, and they've been just kind of booming ever since. I now, did. the potatoes. You just roasted salt and pepper or? Olive oil. And salt and pepper? Yes. Okay. What do you think? So I think it goes well. Like you said, the saltiness goes well. This brings out that middle peanut butter of the beer. Like, this is showing the peanut butter the best so far. Oh, okay. Like, I get, you know, good, you know, organic peanut butter with salt, salted peanut peanuts. Or if you've ever made peanut butter at home with salted peanuts, you get that, like, really natural kind of peanut butter flavor, which I really like. So that's two pairings. Have you tried the uh, peanut butter cups? No, I have not. Not yet. I hadn't either. I just saw you took a bite of it. Well, I hadn't tried it with beer yet. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Come on, don't trip me up. So this this chocolate, they say it's dark chocolate. And the cacao rating is definitely lower than the chocolate you brought. Yeah. But I'd say not by much. If yours is 70, this is 60, something like that. And then the peanut butter cup part that's in there, again, I'm about ready to take a sip. I think it's going to go well. I was guessing, but here we go. Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, you can't really tell where the beer stops and the and the, <laughs> and the peanut butter cup starts. <laughs> this is definitely a like-like, uh, like you said, it, it just melts, melts together. Yeah. They they work extremely well together. It really is like where does one start and one then the other stop? Like the only way to tell is the liquidiness of well, the beer. The only way to know is just don't drink any and take take another bite of the of the butter cup. Well, the peanut butter the peanut butter that they have in these cups are also a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. So a little bit sweeter peanut butter. It's got a good yeah. salt ratio in it. They're not as bitter as the, as the one you brought the chocolate. Well, I'm talking about the peanut butter. Oh, the peanut butter. The actual peanut butter itself is a little bit sweeter. Than the beer. Just than regular right. peanut butter. Oh, yeah. It's salt. It's got a little bit of saltiness to it, which works really well with everything going on. And I think it tastes, I think it tastes really good. I'm trying to think of best on plate. Well, I mean, unless you've got. I'm not sure got, I'm ready. I'm just saying, unless you've got more to say about your beer, I think we're there. I'm about you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to put this beer on my normal beer list. All right. Of course, left hands—they've got so many beers. Next time, you need to go buy the the nitro mix pack. 
Like they do a, a nitro white Russian. Oh yeah. Milk stout, a chai tea milk stout. It's a fun little. It's a fun little mix pack. And then you always get the the nitro milk stout, which is I still think is the best. They have a dry hours nitro. The milk stout nitro. The white Russian nitro. The key lime pie nitro. The pumpkin spice nitro. Galaxy Cowboy Nitro. That's the that's the IPA I was telling you about. Yeah. Cause it's Galaxy Hop. Oh my god. Ordered that one by accident once. Oh yeah? Oh boy. Knock you down. I drank it. I drank it. I didn't I didn't personally enjoy it. I knew I could tell it was good, but I didn't really care for it. They got one here called twelve sixty five. Let's see what that is. Oh, citrus hops. It's okay. But yeah, there's so many beers to choose from. I mean, if if you can't find one at Left Hand Brewing that you like, I don't know what your problem is. Go go pull a light beer. Yeah, go go get a Budweiser and call it. Get an MD, get a get a High Life and enjoy yeah. the champagne of beers there. Right. Well, all right, Dad. I think I'm ready for best on plate. All right. What do you got? So we're gonna we'll start with my plate. I think the best was that Oh My Jesus burger. The grilled cheese buns, which the buns are literally two grilled cheese sandwiches. And all the cheese and that, the Dorito that was in there and the fattiness from the meat and all that. And the way it, the way it mellowed the beer and changed the beer and just left it so good. I think for me, there's, you can't top that. Well, I'm going to top it because... My best on plate with your beer and your plate is that chocolate raspberry. Yeah. When we first when I first tasted it, I said this imagine it. Not to slam anything about the Jesus sandwich. Whoops, the Jesus. Jesus sandwich. That sandwich is excellent. I'd have to go find it. I'm I'm gonna have to look for that food truck. Smashed burger truck. Well, you know, I'm not a big big food truck guy because I don't get out much. But, you know, there are so many good food trucks in, in the yep, lot. There are. Excalibur, there's another one. Well, if they ever, you know, how comes back from speeding the world, feed us some burgers. All right, what about on your plate? What was your favorite? That's going to have to be the pulled pork. Really? Yeah. Why the pulled pork? Because I think that smokiness, okay, that smokiness of the pulled pork, and then the left hand chocolate, no, pardon me, peanut butter, milk stout, that smokiness added a whole nother layer to that beer. Okay. Now, you know, next time we're smoking ribs, you're going to have drinking. to get this beer out there. <laughs> And as we're smelling the smoke in the air and we're taking our stogies, this beer would really, I think it'd be fantastic. And I think it'd be, I think it'd work well with our ribs because our our ribs are a little bit spicier too, Mm -hmm. which I think, I think some spice, that beer could handle some spice. Yeah. But for me, it was the chocolate peanut butter cup. Oh yeah. The way the two of those things just disappeared into each other was magic. Like I haven't, it has been a long time since I've had a pairing like that. That has just, wow. It matched so well that I I literally could not tell the flavors apart. But the problem was for me, the peanut butter cup made the beer invisible or the beer made the peanut butter cup invisible. The two because be- they went together so well. You, you said it. You didn't know where one started and one ended, which was amazing. Well, I, th- I thought it was it, amazing. I, I thought it was about that. I thought it was absolutely amazing, and Definitely I amazing. it worked because all the flavors of the beer worked with all the flavors of the cup. All the flavors of the cup worked with all the flavors of the beer, and I wasn't missing things or th- the beer. Things didn't seem more disjointed. It was literally like they had become one, one, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was. 
All right. Well, it's time for you, sir. Uh oh. To blind a beer. So I'm going to get it poured up for you. Okay. Pour it up. All right, Dad. Go for it. Josh has me a beer poured up. It's uh, peanut butter milk stuff. It's like the same color. It is the same. But that's. It's the same color. That is your peanut butter milk stout. You need to use the Diamond Bear cup for your blind. Oh. <laughs> you would have gotten it right because it was peanut butter milk stout. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke. <laughs> oh, you made it. All right. I don't get that uh, banana that we had on the peanut butter. So it's it's dark. And uh, on the nose, like I said, there's no banana. And I'm stopped up again, so um, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. You can't read through it. It's the same color, and that was the joke I was making. It's not really a joke. It's the same color as the peanut butter milk stout. And you just pour these up. They're really not much fun. Nope. And uh, I'm swirling around a little bit to see what happens. Yeah, it kind of breaks loose. There's a little bit of foam now. Still don't get a lot of smell. I am getting... I want to say maybe a chocolate kind of smell. Yeah. I'm going to have to I'm digging deep. I don't really get much of anything else. I'm going to have to take a taste of it, Josh. All right. It's uh, kind of clear on the manesis out on the edge. I already said there's not much foam. You can sort of, on the edges, you can sort of see through it a little bit, but it's dark. So, here we go. Ooh, that added some flavors. So, I'll get some bittering off of it. Oh, here we go. Hazy IPA. Black IPA. Nope. Mm. So, I got I, I got some, um, like I said, I got some bittering. I got, it seemed like a little black pepper. And I had, I had, uh, had some other there was some other smell there. I'm not getting any any real floral. Um, no baking spices. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not real nutty. I was going to say maybe it's a nut brown, but I'm not really getting the nuttiness that I would associate with a nut brown. And this is darker in my mind than a nut brown would be. So... Trying to eliminate some things right off the bat here. It's not a pilsner. So it's before I do that. Before you take another taste, eat a potato because that milk stout, I don't want it to taint. I don't want it to taint your palate because it's so distinct. And this beer is a more distinct style of beer. So kind of want you to take a second just to clear out your palate a little bit. Because I think there are some things you may be missing, and I don't want it to be because your palate's too covered with that peanut buttery, lactose kind of thing. Should I eat some mozzarella? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's got balsamic on it. That clear it up. Uh, it would also taint it in a different way. All right. All right. Smell's not really going to change, especially with you being stopped up, but really the, the flavor is kind of what I was thinking you were going at all right the smell doesn't change i kind of cleaned my palate out like josh suggested i used potato and some water didn't have a cracker okay took another taste i'm getting some nuts now i want to say hazelnut um not really cashews not really walnuts i'm not sure what what nuts is in a nut brown? But it's sort of starting to have that flavor in my mind. Um, let's take another taste. Does the color really lead you to a nut brown? Like I said before, the 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 darkness of it is not a brown. Okay. So are those nuts that you're tasting, are they like toasted, raw, bitter? Like what? What are you tasting with those nuts? Because I'm tr- I'm trying to taste along with you, and I'm missing that piece of it. It's sort of sweetness. It's not really bitter, and it's 
Okay, maybe, you know, the nuts here. Okay, I'm on a... So when you, when you look at the color, we'd eliminate a Pilsner. We'd eliminate, you know, Bud Light and all those kinds of things. Lagers. It seems lighter than any kind of stout. Okay. It doesn't seem to have the right color for a nut brown. Its uh, texture is is very thin. Okay. Does it does it feel like it's bigger in alcohol? Bigger than what we just had. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. I'm not sure where that heads me. So I want I'm going to stop and I'm going to repeat what you just said. You said it's too it's too dark to be a nut brown. It's too light to be a stout, and it's a little bit heavier in, in alcohol. Those are three major things that can get you there if you can f- if you can find it. Think about your beer styles. Think about what's made and the styles that are underneath it, and I think you're going to get it. So that would lead me toward a porter. Okay. Um. So there's so within porters, there's a couple different styles. Which one is the heaviest in alcohol? Which porter is heavier in alcohol? So you have a porter. Yeah. And then you have another type of porter. Well, what's the other major type of porter? Man, I'm I'm drawing a blank on that. Starts with a B. Well, there's bitters. Blank Porter. Starts with a B. B Porter. Ball Porter. Baltic Porters. Baltic Porter. Okay. So you have regular Porters and you have Baltic Porters. Yeah. And then I think there's some other styles. Which of those two which of those two is heavier in alcohol? Well, I think the Baltic is. The Baltic Porter. So based on everything that you've just said. So uh, what do you think the beer is? There's an Icelandic Baltic Porter that I think this could be. Okay. So you think it's a Baltic Porter, but you you also think it might be Einstock's Toasted Baltic Porter. You put words in my mouth, but yes. Well, no, that's the Icelandic yes. Baltic Porter that they do. Yes. The, so, I- okay. Icelandic Boston. <laughs> Not Boston, Baltic. No, Baltic, Boston. Baltic toasted porter. Okay, and we did we did a tasting with that one. Yep. Earl, around the world made beers. Uh huh. And you've actually had it on the show. I did. Mm-hmm. It's a good beer. Back back near the beginning. I hope this is right. So come back next week to find out how wrong I am. How well Dad did on his blind, even though he stopped up with a little help from my friend. <laughs> I'm just guiding you and teaching you to think about what you say, which is something I have to I have to relearn Oof. too. And my friends who help me learn how to blind taste, they do the same thing. Absolutely. Seth definitely knows that. But you'll have to come back next week for a liquor week to find out how well Dad did on his blind this week. So, Dad, next week, liquor week, what are we going to do? Well, I think we've done a lot of different things. But I'd like to kind of think about what kind of alcohol you can get in Arkansas. And we've had different different ones. As in like made in Arkansas or just available? Well, there's a lot of stuff available, but I'm thinking made in Arkansas. Okay. If you're up for that. Okay. And so I found a new one, and it's called Wild Parallel Bourbon, straight bourbon. I think that's what I'm going to do. All right. And then since I've been going to Hot Springs a lot, I'm going to try and get from Hot Springs Distilling their Bear Clap Bourbon. So I'm going to try I'm going to try and get that and see Who makes that? Hot Springs Distilling. Oh, okay. Uh so out of Hot Springs, Arkansas. Now for our friends out there in podcast land who don't live in Arkansas, uh, these are ones you guys probably won't be able to source. So if you nope. want to drink along with us and do our pairings, find a couple bourbons that are made locally for you and drink along with us. Now, is that going to be a straight bourbon? 
It's a blend. It's actually a blend of their rye whiskey and their straight bourbon. Oh, awesome! So I'm I'm very interested to see what that tastes like. And so if see you're if drinking with it. us, it sounds like you drink either rye or bourbon. <laughs> yeah, or just whatever you can find locally. Just find you some booze and <laughs> have a good time with us. Exactly. And so uh, remember, we're out there on all the socials: Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We are most actively out there on Instagram. Find a local food truck that's out there. Give them your support like we've done this week. If you want to reach out to us, you're going to reach out to us at acquiredtastings at gmail.com. Smash that like button and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Please go out there and give us a rating and review. It really helps us to know what you like, what you don't like. Also, it helps us to be seen and helps out there, but also just, just tell a friend. Tell a friend or bring a friend in, pour them a glass, and take a listen. Have a good time with us. We're really happy to have you guys along with us. And for all of us here at Acquired Tastings, once again, I'm Josh Mills. And I'm John Mills. And we'll see you next time. Thank you and goodbye.